you saying there's like a cycle to these things? Yeah, I mean, um, typically the way the cycle goes is, I mean, another thing that I pay close attention to is just the uh, the cash balance and the cash generating ability of these companies. You know, the, we're typically talking about companies that are not generating positive cash flow and are years away, if ever, you know, far, far away from the point where they're going to be able to generate enough cash to uh, fund their own operations. And often these are companies that, you know, are in a stage in their business where they are consuming a lot of cash. You know, they might be in an industry like biotech or, you know, uh, data C is in a, you know, a high tech industry that uh, where they have a lot of need for capital. They're not generating a lot. And so they are very dependent on um, raising money through the capital markets, through private placements. And because they're still at a high risk stage of their business, they're not able to get that capital on on really favorable terms. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, selling things like convertible notes where they have to add on a lot of warrants to sort of sweeten the offering. And the the buyers are able to demand all kinds of terms where, you know, they have anti-dilution provisions that, that are built in. So that if the company has to, you know, uh, issue more stock before the the buyers are able to to get liquid, uh, you know, there uh, the the, uh, the it, it can be anything from you know they get more shares to you know the the exercise price goes down. There will always be some sort of adjustment that happens so that they're protected against getting diluted. So. Um, it's really the buyers who are kind of dictating the terms and uh, what they'll do is, you know, get into one of these types of investments and then, you know, as quick as they can get out of it profitably um, just by um, basically making a profit on the spread between the, uh, the stock's current market price and whatever price they pay for the stock by exercising warrants, converting uh, convertible notes, whatever it might be. I mean, I can give you a, uh, an example or a hypothetical if that helps. You know. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's uh, maybe an example. Sure. I mean, you know, so like you know, you could say uh, this cash-starved company um, needs to raise uh, five million dollars. They do a five million dollar private offering with a convertible note. Uh, the note uh, w- has uh, a conversion price where you can convert uh, up to $5 million at uh, $5 a share. Uh, they throw in some uh, some warrants as well where you can exercise the warrants at $5 a share. And uh, the uh, stock is currently trading at uh, $4 a share. Okay. So the uh, hedge funds uh, uh, participate in this offering and they buy the note and the warrants. Uh, let's say they come with registration rights. Company has to file a registration statement to register the stock underlying the notes and warrants within 30 days. Uh, so that happens. The registration statement gets declared effective and uh the stock is, is on the market is still hovering around $4. All of a sudden, around the time that the registration statement becomes effective, 
you start to see this stock starting to quickly uh, rise on some unusual volume, starts going up, and suddenly it's up past $5, which is the exercise price of the warrant, conversion price of the notes. Then it's up, you know, to $6. And then you start seeing, uh, you know, some conversion that starts happening where uh, the owners of the notes start converting, start, you know, leaking out these shares. There's usually some kind of a limit on how much they're able to sell and how quickly, um, you know, maybe a limit on what percentage of the company they're able to own. Uh, there may be terms in, in the, the security itself, but they start selling and selling and selling. And, um, you know, before you know it, the stock's, uh, starting, the stock price is starting to come down and, uh, shareholders, uh, are diluted by all these new shares that have come out. Um, and, uh, you know, investors in that private placement uh, have made their profits and move on to the next deal. So, you know, from a short seller's perspective, if you're looking at this, um, you're looking at when can we expect uh, that the liquidation is going to happen that's going to uh, result in that, that decrease in price and the dilution, um, and you try to time your, your exit and entry around that. Excellent. What a, what, that's a great example. You can listen to a, a few times and, and get a really clear picture on how that works.